Hey there folks, happy new year, we're in it 2022 and welcome to episode 25 of the Free Your Spirit podcast. In this week's episode, we're actually going to talk about how um, how we see ourselves determines what's possible for us and I felt that this is just going to be a pretty juicy episode for us to dive into as we're on the in the beginning of 2022 especially for those of our listeners and viewers you know if you have a big goal and dream or if there's a a promotion or career that you want to go after or maybe you just want to you want to change your life in in extraordinary ways then this is going to be a great episode to listen to to give you some tips and tools, strategies to support you in boldly going after your big goals and dreams. Alrighty then, let's dive right in. Welcome to the Free Your Spirit podcast. I'm Louise Wilson, mystic, healer, entrepreneur, and dream coach. And for the past decade, I've been helping my clients connect directly with the profound wisdom of their spirit and their soul so that they can get the answers, messages, clarity and guidance they need in any area of their life, whether it's in their business, career, love, relationships, abundance, health, whatever it may be. I'm so deeply passionate about the work that I do because the sky is the limit. Once you're able to consciously connect with your limitless potential, your soul. So if you're looking to simplify communicating with your spirit and your soul, your ancestors, guides and guardians, then you, my fellow soul traveler, have landed in the right place. So think of this podcast as your weekly dose of spiritual mastery and strategy, giving you the tools, the resources and the teachings to help you unlock your spiritual superpowers so that you could pursue your wildest dreams living an absolutely fabulous life. I know we're going to have so much fun together and thank you so much for joining me today and for pressing play. So let's begin. Yay! So diving right in, how we see ourselves determines what's possible for us. And um, this is uh, such a powerful thing to to know and understand but also to to learn and embody and you know for many years it took me many years to fully learn this lesson that how I see myself determines what's possible for me many years too long in fact it's probably I was in my mid-30s before I really and truly got this lesson and started to make better choices and decisions and to be a lot more bold and fearless about how I saw myself in the world and what I saw myself capable of. So I'm excited to dive into to this topic and this episode because being at the beginning of 2022, if you have a goal, if you have a big vision, if you have a dream, whatever it is, I hope that this episode will inspire you to just go for it. Go for your dream, <laughs> go for your big goals and dreams. Just say, screw it, I'm going to do it. All right, so let's dive in. And I want to begin by talking about sharing with you my own personal journey in learning this lesson and embodying it in my life. And I was 20 years old when I had that first, when I learned it, I didn't understand it, I just learned it. It was an observational thing because what happened for me was 
I was 20, it was my final year at university and in those final years all these recruitment bodies come round and they're interviewing, you know, soon to be graduates for their internships and all of that. And so Marks and Spencers, I don't know if any of you guys heard of that company, they're very big in the UK, they actually expanded, you know, overseas, I remember they were in, well I remember them being in Paris when I lived in France and um, I think they were in Canada too when I first came here. But um, I loved Marks and Spencers and I wanted to work for them. And they came to our university and they started interviewing, or there was a process to be interviewed to get a job with them. So I got through the first interview when they came to the campus. I got through that first interview and then there was a second interview where they actually um, took us away to a hotel. It was a weekend deal and they were really like scrutinizing us so what happened was that you know i was 20 years old i didn't really have the clothes for this kind of interview so the girl in my hall of residence she was a couple of years younger than me and um she said oh don't worry louise you can borrow some of my clothes and i'm like there is no way that i'm going to be able to squeeze myself into you know get into your clothes because she was I would say four or five sizes smaller than me. She's like, no, 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 you know, you, you, you know, come to my room and try them on. And I was stunned because when I went to her room and I tried these clothes on, they fitted me because they were my size. They were five, I tell, kid you not, five sizes bigger than her. But here's the thing. This was the first time when I actually saw how this young woman saw herself very differently. She saw somebody perhaps when she looked in the mirror that was five sizes bigger. It was a very big eye-opener for me because I saw a different person. And so going on now, that was the first time I realised this, just realising that was more just about perceptions, how we see ourselves. Then I went to the interview and it was a weekend-long thing and they had all these tasks that, you know, working in teams where you had were given these marketing tasks and strategies and tools and things to do and you had to work with your team you were given randomly split into groups and the thing is I aced every single task that I was given because that is one of my strengths one of my superpowers and I knew that at a young age at 20 when I was going working in those that interview high, high stress environment I can see people, I look at people and I can see their potential, I see possibility and this is why I love the work that I do because I see that for my clients, I see their potential, I see possibility, I see what's possible for them and I cheer them along to get there and I help them to remove the, the roadblocks that are getting in the way and usually those roadblocks, it's fear or it's something that's unconscious to them. But getting back to the Marks and Spencer interview, you know, I was able to ace it because I could see with the people around me what their gifts were and how I could use them in that particular situation to achieve the things that we had to do. So I aced it. Then there was one final exit interview where they were just talking to you one-on-one. -on -one, and I was nervous for that because there were some things about myself that I wasn't comfortable with, that I didn't feel that I could do. And a big block for me was math and finance and the whole thing. And I was afraid that if I got the job, if they gave me the job, that I would find myself in a situation where I couldn't 
do certain things and that would be very stressful for me. So having a sense that I may likely, if I ace this interview, I would probably be offered the position or a position somewhere in the country. When it came to that interview, they said to me, what's your biggest fear? And so I thought to myself, I'm going to be honest, right? Because if I'm honest and I tell them that I'm a little nervous about, just a little bit nervous about, you know, finance and that kind of thing, then at least if they give me the job and I screw up, <laughs> then it's not really my fault because I told them and, you know, and they knew that it could possibly happen. And so, of course, I told them that. And of course, guess what happened? I didn't get the job. Of course I didn't, right? They're not going to employ somebody that doesn't believe in themselves, doesn't think they can do it. And um, this is a pattern that went on in my life. Again, coming back to that thing of how we see ourselves determines what is possible for us. If I had just gone for it, screw it, I'm going to do it, I can do this, I'll figure it out, everything's figure outable then maybe I would have been in a stressful situation. But what the heck is the point of going for a job or doing a job that you can already do standing on your head? That doesn't leave any room for growth at all, right? So again, anybody that's listening to this that is thinking about going for a promotion or whatever it is or something that's outside of your comfort zone, I would highly encourage you to just go for it, do it. Because what happened to me was that the next decade and a half, I watched people get promoted over me because I wasn't willing. I was not willing to stretch myself. I wasn't willing to get uncomfortable. I wasn't willing to feel the fear. I had to know with absolute certainty and clarity that I could do any kind of job 100% before I was willing to take a chance or a risk and raise my hand and said, I'll, I'll go do that, right? And there's a wonderful book that talks about this. It's called The Confidence Code. And I'll include the book in the authors of that book in the show notes. But you know, when they were talking about, and this is especially true for women, that if there's a job posting that comes up, that a woman is more likely to feel as though they need to know or be able to do at least like, I don't know if I forget, fully the statistics, statistics maybe 90% of the job description before they would even apply. Whereas guys would probably do 75% would do the trick. That was, you know, so it just goes to show probably what happened, you know, how maybe guys are wired differently. But I think we can rewire ourselves. This is the work that I love to do with my clients. And getting back to that whole idea of what we, how we see ourselves determines what's possible for us in another job, like maybe hmm, 10 years later, once again, I found myself in this position and it was related to finance where this position came up and it was for finance manager. And at that time, I was working for the University of London and we were doing, um, we were tasked with, it was all of Southwest London. I worked with the postgraduate dean of medicine. And at that time, medical doctors in training were doing far too much um, service work, like on the job work and not learning, doing the training. They were fulfilling a service, but not getting the training necessarily that they needed. And they were working way too many long hours. So the dean actually had responsibility and control over 50% 50, 50 of their salary. 
And so that's what we did. We monitored hospitals in training in southwest London and we could pull the salary of those doctors in training if we felt that the hospital wasn't fully meeting the training requirements for that doctor. So it was really a way, I guess, of um, being able to encourage those hospitals to make sure that their training was delivered for the doctors. So the job for finance manager came up. And what is wonderful is that somebody that was quite senior in that organisation approached me and said, Louise, I think you should apply for that job. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I was so far off my radar. I couldn't do that job. No, no way. And so I didn't apply. So she could see what was possible for me, but I couldn't, or I was too afraid to see it. And what happened was a guy came in, 20 years my senior, into that job. And the thing is, he had all the spreadsheets and all of this, that, and the other, but he needed the figures. So I was giving him the figures that he then put into his spreadsheet. So in many ways, you could say I was already doing a lot of the work, right? And so again, you know, this is why it's so important that it's so important how we see ourselves determines what's possible for us to really lean into and um, be a little bit more courageous and more fearless in going after some of our goals and dreams in our life. So I continued to plinky plonk along and maybe a couple of years later it was that I moved to Amsterdam with my husband. Those that, of you that know me know that at that point I had this sort of defining, deciding incident where I separated from my husband and it changed everything in my life because when you feel as though you've lost everything, you have nothing left to lose. And so now I'm finding myself in a situation where commuting five hours a day and desperately wanting to have a job that is in central Amsterdam so that I don't have to commute. And I remember applying for this position at Greenpeace International. It was for a, an administrative position and I was overqualified for the position. But honestly, I was just like, I've got to get back to central Amsterdam. I don't care. You know, I just need to not be doing this commute. So I applied for it didn't hear a thing, probably six months passed. And then I got a job to work for a company called Michael Page. And they were a finance, recruitment finance consultancy company. Look at how I was constantly being moved in the direction of finance. It just, these opportunities just kept coming my way. And I kept pushing, you know, the big opportunities away because I just didn't think I was good enough. So now... I'm actually responsible for recruiting chief financial officers um, in major corporations. Um, I think it was Sony and also Cirque du Soleil. We're talking big organisations. And I'm now screening candidates for those roles of the chief financial officer for these big companies. Also accountants and so forth. And so it was really good for me because I started, it demystified finance for me. Suddenly, I saw these people in these really, what I thought, lofty positions, just being ordinary people, just like me. And so when Greenpeace International, the head of personnel, rang me up out of the blue one day to say, we got your CV for this job, but we didn't 
get in touch with you because you were overqualified, but we would like you to come in and talk to us about this finance manager position that is coming available. We don't have a job description yet. Come in and have a chat, right? Again, see the pattern of finance. So I went in to have a chat and I they just asked me what I wanted. And at that point, I was very clear what I wanted. I wanted responsibility. I wanted um, the opportunity to expand and grow. And my belief systems had already started to change about what I was capable of doing. And I remember the personnel manager smiling and she just said, this is perfect. When we have a job description, we're going to be advertising it. And you clearly have the abilities. I'd like to invite you to apply for the position. Give it a go. Apply for it. And so the, the position was advertised and I did apply for it. And um, I got it. I got the job because I went into that interview with the belief that, you know what, even though there's parts of this job that might scare me, parts of this job that I'm not even sure I can do, I know I can figure it out. And it was so exciting that I got the job. And a lot of people that knew me and also knew Greenpeace, you know, the fact that I, it was quite pretty amazing that I even got that position, but I did. And I'm proud of myself for getting it. And I did an incredible job. I can say that. But what I want to say here is that I started to believe in myself. Again, coming back to how we see ourselves determines what's possible for us. So if you have a big goal and dream or you want to change careers, how you see yourself, what you believe about yourself, what you believe is possible to you is going to determine what's possible, what you can do. And I think one of the biggest challenges that we have is that oftentimes, you know, the limiting beliefs or the fears, that they're, they're kind of invisible to us. They're unconscious to us. They're buried. And so that's why I love to do this work with my clients, to help them to see the, the blocks, the things that are preventing them from having what they truly want, to coach them, to really allow them to... I love to see my clients and coach them and support them in really stepping into embracing their fullest, greatest potential, because there is nothing better and more um, that lights me up and lights my clients up. And I would imagine listeners, viewers watching this would light you up when you're fulfilling your deeper purpose, when you're doing what you're meant to be doing. And it feels so, so good. So um, I just want to say that uh, I'm just going to check my notes here because there's so many things that that I that I wanted to talk to. But I, if you're listening to this, watching this video, 2022, we're at the beginning of the year. I really just want to cheer you on and encourage you to go for those big goals and dreams, whatever it is that you want. I truly believe what is dreamt by you, what you what you have, what you feel inside of you that you want to do is meant for you because it's coming from a deeper place inside of you. And the more that you can lean into that, lean into your intuition, your spirit, your soul, you're going to be guided. And know that even if it's scary to go after that big dream, you have everything you need inside of you. You have the 
the spiritual guidance. You've got your spiritual team, your ancestors, guides and guardians that can absolutely support you on the way. And you also have access to some pretty incredible talents and gifts that you may not even know about because they come from your past, their past life or ancestral gifts. And once you do the work to kind of discover those, you can activate them and you can leverage them in your everyday life. And this is the work, again, that I love to do. It's not just about healing the past and letting go of the invisible blocks. It's also about activating all of the good, amazing qualities and gifts that lie dormant within you. And this is why, like, if you're 2022, if you want more of the same, then you don't need a coach. But if you have a dream that feels impossible, that's when you want a coach to be there to support you in going for those impossible goals and dreams because a coach can help you see your blind spots and can help you navigate through them, can cheer you on and help you to get where you truly want to go. And just to say a fun analogy really is that just recently I had a lot of snow here. I've been trudging around in my rubber wellington welly boots and um just the other day actually i was digging through my wardrobe and i found this gorgeous pair of boots that i bought in london probably five years ago they're like my kind of biker chick boots that but they've got like the faux fur on them they're, they're fun funky very practical and i'm like whoa i'd forgotten i had these i love them put them on feel great so good and I feel that it's the same, you know, with um, the gifts that we carry within, the gifts from our ancestors, gifts from our past lives. We have to dig deep. We have to do the digging to get to those gems, to get to the gifts and start leveraging them, using them in our everyday lives. I did that just recently with my wardrobe, did a bit digging, found some awesome boots and just a fun thing, really. It's just fun to do this work because we find things out about ourselves that we never even knew. So just to conclude, you know, I just want to wish you in 2022 all of the best, that your greatest, wonderful wishes, goals and dreams come to fruition. And I'm cheering you on along the, uh, on the sidelines here. And if you want to get in the trenches with me, I do that too. I work with my clients. You know, I have um, a group coaching program, Freedom Now, where I support my clients in, you know, removing all those invisible blocks, the deep subconscious beliefs at a present life, past life and ancestral level to support them in manifesting their greatest wishes and dreams. So just remember how you see yourself determines what's possible for you. So Start dreaming big, seeing it's possible, leaning into your infinite self. Because when you consciously connect to your infinite potential, anything and everything is absolutely possible. And that is my wish for you in 2022, that you start to manifest those wonderful goals, wishes and dreams. Alrighty, folks. Thanks for hanging out here. I love connecting with you in this way, whether you're watching me on YouTube or whether you're listening on the podcast. Um, so grateful for our community. So grateful to be able to connect with you and wishing you all of the best. Alrighty, I shall see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Over the past decade of my coaching career, one thing I've noticed my clients are consistently looking for is answers. 
answers to some of life's biggest, toughest questions. Questions like, why am I here? What is my deeper purpose? Should I change careers, go for that promotion, or even start my own business? And if they come to me and they already know what it is that they truly want, then they're usually looking for answers and guidance on how to make their big goals and dreams happen. That's why I created my online masterclass, Clarity Now, where in as little as four hours, I walk you through a simple, proven, step-by-step process that allows you to connect directly with your soul so that you can see into your future and walk away with a whole new level of clarity on what it is that you truly want in your life, the action you need to take to get there, who supports you in the realms of spirit and the invisible blocks, the deep subconscious beliefs at a present life, past life and ancestral level that are preventing you from living the life you truly desire. Now on my website, the normal ticket investment for this online masterclass is $497. But for a limited time, I've decided to give you the massive discount opportunity to join my next live virtual masterclass for just $97. Yes, that's right. I'm giving you a whopping 80% discount to get on the wait list and be the first to be notified when we open the doors to my next live Clarity Now event, go to louise-wilson.com forward slash clarity-now or simply click the link in the show notes or around this video to join.